You were born interesting. It's like it is that same kind of thing where it's like it's just a little bit weird. Yeah. It's like it's still the same. It's still like you get it like but it's just a little bit off and I feel like that's inherently very queer. Yeah, for sure. I feel like especially with character actors too, it's like you're like, well, they're kind of telling you like, well, you're not going to be yourself, right? So <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be somebody else. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood doesn't have a place it. for you, but you could be a character. Wait, character acting is drag. Yeah. Character yeah. acting is, is the drag for gay people. <laughs> <laughs> that was ultimately the issue. Like, love Simon when people are like, this guy's not gay. It's like they were, what they were saying was, this guy's really normal. <laughs> hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> hey, Con. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing. I'm good. Um, did you see any boys clubs this week? I did. The boys club I was thinking about this week is biohacking. Oh, have no. you heard of this? No. Okay, so this is like kind of on the same trend of like fitness bros and like nutrition bros. Biohacking is basically when people are trying to like calculate just about everything about their like heart rate and like cl- every like thing you could. Wait, I'm biohacking. I, so what I was gonna say is I think everybody's <laughs> on the spectrum of biohacking a little bit. Like if you have a Fitbit, yeah. maybe you're a little bit doing that. Even today, I was checking my apple like health to be like how many s- miles did i walk yesterday okay. just curious like it's hilarious that you're saying that though because i was at the jersey shore and i was like <laughs> i'm gonna try to walk the same amount that i walk in new york and then i've never looked at my mileage in years yeah and then it's like no you walk 14 miles a day in new york no it's crazy they don't have 14 miles in new jersey <laughs> like they, you can't do it that's the entire coast yes we're just moving yeah constantly yeah no it's it insane. is so but there are people who are like doing like everything you could measure in a human being and i and i think that's kind of where it gets excessive but it's like a big trend now like biohacking it's wait like so it's you're all. saying okay i used to track my sleep and then i stopped because it made, didn't make me happy and it also didn't make me sleep so i was like <laughs> i don't need to true i also used to do that <laughs> and i'd be like i'm sad today because i didn't sleep a lot and it's like but if you didn't know that would you be sad i know that was the same for me i would like be like i had a great night's sleep and then i'd look at my little thing and it would be like you slept for four hours be like you're a liar you're lying to yourself yeah and then but i do still track my heart rate because there's such a thrill in like trying to be like good it is as possible like that (laughs) and then i don't believe my apple watch so i'll actually count myself be like one two three four like you're going manual you can take your own manual biohack yeah yeah totally Wait, but are people doing other things where they like so i haven't really gotten Boys at home can if write in if you know more about biohacking. I look at the monitor. Nobody's <laughs> as if it's them. They only ever write that I steamroll. They, they have um, nothing else ever to say. Okay, nobody actually nobody writes. <laughs> but the, if anybody knows about it, let us know. But I I don't really I haven't gotten too far into it. I've just kind of seen the surface level like TikTok bros because every time those come up for me, my TikTok knows I'm a boy and so it will send me crazy shit sometimes and I have to be like I actually don't want <laughs> yeah. these crazy straight boys doing fitness stuff because I I also like to look at like. Some like lifting stuff every once in a while, but I then it, it'll just kind of if you follow that path, it gets dark quick. So I, I try not no, to I know. get into that. So I don't know much about it other than that's like a a trend and that word has become it's happening enough that biohacking is like a phrase that's being used. I need to look it up. I am always trying to optimize. Is it like optimize? It is very much in like productivity, but like for your like and it has to do like I think I'm sure eating stuff gets into it too. I I, I it gets bad quick i bet guys you're dying write a poem like <laughs> stop it's stop all or, of it i've said this before is like kind of like a distraction from the whole that we're gonna die that everything's spinning and yeah. yeah well 
guess you got to distract yourself somehow, but maybe don't biohack. Stop biohacking. I have two boys clubs. Okay. And one is every, wait, my favorite saying now is, I just said this too, is touch grass. <laughs> it's like, you need to touch grass. Yeah. Because it's always someone People telling, who are biohacking need to touch grass. <laughs> you need to, yes. You need to touch grass. Because it's always kind of like a crazy person telling another crazy person that they're crazy. Yeah. And it's like, you think that? You need to touch grass. People are doing that in like comment threads a lot. Yes. I also think that like, that's one of those phrases that has gotten far enough into like, it probably started with like, I don't know, more like, uh, I don't know, somewhere more like a niche in the internet, probably that's where that started as most things do. And has now gotten into like girl boss culture and like girl boss podcasts being like, you need to touch grass. Like, and when you say it, I just picture like <laughs> unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt emerging from a bunker, like feeling grass for the first time. And I'm like, is that where that, is that the idea Maybe. that you're like in your own little world? I think you mean just get off the internet and like go outside and like talk to a person and boys like, go touch grass yeah if you're listening to this maybe even turn off for a second go touch grass you um, can listen to this in your yard <laughs> if any if any of our listeners have a yard we are reaching high heights we'll come over we are looking for a fire island house and my other <laughs> one is one. um um oh okay i had this thought and i wrote it down and i was like this is a joke and i was like it's not a joke it's a boys club the boys club is Food eating contests are straight men's drag. Is that fair? Ah, <laughs> yes. The Nathan's hot dog contest. Yes. When wow. people go to that, that is the equivalent. And I don't mean that like the act of it is straight men. I mean the act of going and observing. Yes. It. It's like their version of us going to drag or something. Yes. Going to drag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I know because our friend Isa went and I was like, she's not a straight man, but I was like, it feels like you're cosplaying as one when you go <laughs> and watch this man eat hot dogs. And this year got it got like caught in that huge thunderstorm. Somebody, somebody got struck by lightning at Coney Island. Oh no! During the hot dog no. contest. No, what a way to go out. Meanwhile, I was over at the New York Aquarium watching one Jesse Ballard do the Sea Lion show, so that was pretty exciting. Our our guest is shocked. I'll tell you about it in a second. We're so, all going to the Aquarium. I guess I'll tell you, you now. Come with us. Jesse Ballard, our sweet friend. Her summer job is she is the wildlife theater performer at the New York Aquarium, so she narrates the Sea Lion show. You have to go. It's incredible. Boys Growing home, up, I think I always thought people were like check it out. zoologists, <laughs> and it's like everyone is actually an actor. <laughs> everyone in so, front of you is an actor. So the person who's doing the um, the um, actual like sea lion tricks and like teaching them and like you know directing them and giving them the fish that's that's a zoologist. But Jesse's like, look at Bruiser, look at him go, and like yes. Like, and then her best line is at the end. She goes, "There's actually a greater threat to the sea lions, and it's not sharks, it's plastic." And she it kills. also she this, her presence there colors all of the orca deaths to me. Like, know how like four people have died from orcas yeah. at SeaWorld? <laughs> those weren't the actors. Like, those were the zoologists no, in there. And at the end, we were, we like met her outside because she took us on a private tour around other parts of the aquarium, which was also a slight. And um, we were talking to her outside the like where the show was and this woman in like this like jersey woman with like this like cheetah print tank top big glasses walks by looks at jesse and goes you were born for that you were born to do that <laughs> that's like, so funny my day's been made this is the best okay last thing there's <laughs> the venn diagram and i'm not sure what the venn diagram is of but in the middle of a venn diagram uh -huh. is cheetah and army yeah <laughs> loud, loud loud prince i don't know what the, what this says but those people are the same yeah totally they're in community together totally and it's sad um should we bring our guest in unless you like army then it's not sad. <laughs> <laughs> well army's coming back like that print is like camouflage what camouflage is no, it's not. there a lot of people wear camo i think camo is crazy and like we're not even like 
we don't have no opinion on the military. I just feel like it I feels mean, like, like the military like uniform camo is not in, but like camouflage print is in. Wait, but like, is that not military vibes? No, I think people have reclaimed camo in a different way. Also, I think of camo a lot either. It's like the queerest person you've ever met or it's somebody hunting a duck. Okay. Those are kind I of the feel And that's like the same with mullets. So there's a lot in common with these two communities. I feel like camo. One time I said something about bad about hookah bars and then someone said, well, that's actually been, uh, problematic that you think that about hookah bars. So I'm worried people are going to be like, camo is actually cultural. Well, fine. If it is, sorry. But <laughs> I feel like when I see camo, it's like that a girl usually that's wearing like a lifeguard shirt and uh-huh. it's like, you're at a beach. Okay? okay. And it's like, if someone needs help, it ain't going to be you. And okay. like, you shouldn't wear that. Stop co-opting that, ex- that I think experience. you've spent too much time with the Jersey Shore. I think that's where you're getting a lot of your information no, I from. Know. I was at, <laughs> my parents just built a house in Surf City, which is, I'm not bragging because it's theirs. Do you go there? <laughs> if I saw you, I'd fall over. Wait, which one do you go to? <laughs> Wait, wait. Let's bring her in. Go to Surf City? Let me bring her in, and then you can ask the questions. <laughs> you go to Harvey Cedar. <laughs> I know this gay guy that goes to Harvey's. That he goes it's there. Me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, do you take the shuttle? No, <laughs> no. I don't mean New Jersey Transit. There's this like Murray Hill boy shuttle that leaves from a wine shop outside Hell's Kitchen. You're joking. Wait, I swear to God, it's fifty dollars. You want to go? You're joking. Wait. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you absolutely. get there through the Port Authority terminal? I can't say that. Terminal. The the Port Authority Terminal? How do you get there? I usually go to my parents' house and then we drive to my grandparents' house. Okay. I would, we gotta, we gotta, you know, oh go God. to a coffee shop. They only have coffee shops there. <laughs> it's just a bunch of coffee shops. Yeah. Coffee houses. How you brewing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I went there. <laughs> and I loved it okay, there. Okay, I love this connection. That was weird because it was all these high schoolers that were fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm too old to be in here. Oh my God. That's a huge culture that I like. I get so messed up in when I'm down there. Yeah. High school. Not literally. <laughs> yeah, <like this. laughs> Wait, that's very like Ingrid goes west, but like instead of influencer, Ingrid she gets in touch with high school kids. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, okay, let me bring our guest in so we can... Wait, did we not? I'm so sorry. No, we did not. <laughs> okay, boys, the voice you're hearing is our sweet guest who is here with us today. Uh, she's joining us. She's an actor and an improviser, a great comedian. We're so lucky to have her. Boys, please welcome Chloe Trost. Hey. hey. What's up? Wait, so we have a lot to talk about. You did not know Jesse was at the Sea Lion Show. No. From the <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's the kind of jobs where I'm so fascinated um, by, like, what a working actor can do. Yeah. Um, like, I knew someone who said that they were, um, like, they uh, they worked as, uh, um, like, feigning um, disorders at, at, like, a hospital so that, like, doctors could a diagnose <laughs> you as having like bipolar. we did this in college <laughs> you would be good at that we did this in college <laughs> wait, i was an acting major do? yeah and for oh my psychology gosh, actually, students wait that's actually brilliant that in acting schools they can actually teach you what the kind of jobs you can actually get i know because they aren't actually doing that i didn't go to drama school but but there are certain schools and i could get into this there are certain um, universities, and I don't mean to slander because I won't say names because I will forget which ones they are. <laughs> they either teach you how to be the most star, 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 or they yeah. teach you, like, you're only going to be in the ensemble, bitch. And then <laughs> it's like none of you are going to do art and you're probably doing Mount Sinai. And there's room for <laughs> both of you. <laughs> yeah. There's room for everybody. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. Yeah, because because Jesse went to SCAD and she was she's told us a ton of stories about how they were just kind of like assholes a lot and it would just be like 
already kind of deciding for you what your career trajectory was going to look like, and it's like it's and way too like soon to aquarium. say. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they didn't they even were know like, she could do that. So. You are <laughs> gonna be gay. Yeah. <laughs> like you're a gay guy. Wait, they told you that? I think that was the vibe. The vibe was like you will be maybe a character actor. <laughs> yeah. If someone says you're a character actor to a man, it might be different for women. Um, but that they're saying you're gay. There's a queerness about it. Yeah, yes. for sure. It's queer coded. For sure. I mean, every the reason why people are like, the reason why people are like, save, uh, like that they're that people are obsessed with character actors is because they're like inherently like queer coded. Yeah. Like they become gay icons for literally no reason. Totally. Like. like I don't even know. Like I, I'm thinking of, I'm trying to think of character actors who aren't gay, and it's hard. My brain, when you said that, went to Rhoda from Mary Tyler Moore. Did you watch Mary Tyler Moore? I didn't. Okay. How I old hope, are you? I hope there's an <laughs> old person at home, a granny Wait, at home. Connor's Mary fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I was like a weird kid, a gay child. <laughs> well, I watched a little like Carol Burnett show, because yes. that was kind of like pushed in my face because they were like. Funny girl, funny girl. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kimmy Gibbler on Full House uh, is a child, but queer coded. Absolutely, but those are the things that I always gravitated towards. Like, like it's also the the kind of it's the sense that that like you're a little bit like you don't. Okay, this is hard to explain, but it's like you're just a little bit not normal. Mm-hmm. And whether that's straight or not, whether Kimmy Gibbler sucks face with that hot guy that she dates doesn't DJ, she date? not DJ. Yes, she did. I can see him. He was was or was hot. that her or was that DJ's boyfriend? I think it was DJ's boyfriend. Oh, shit. Wait, but we've talked about this a little bit with not the already is not original. All I did here are original. <laughs> <is> the thing <laughs> you're in the right place. Did you watch The Hills? No, I didn't. Well, we okay. So I was gonna say what we on The Hills. There was like this like weird. There's this thing with like a a weird straight girl that is queer adjacent, and she's the ultimate ally. And yeah. it's Kristen Cavallari. Oh, right. oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Like Laguna Beach. So, yeah, so, uh, uh, weirdly enough, I listen to a lot of podcasts that, like, randomly delve into, like, these reality shows of that time. Yes. And I know just, like, really weird facts about those shows, having never seen them. She, to me, feels... Like you said, queer coded, and that she's like—I mean, it's a reality show, but like she's the supporting character. It's the supporting yeah. character. Yeah, it's the, and I've always felt like comedic. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't know what it is, but it's like you go to the shoe store, and this is like my life in a nutshell. <laughs> it's like you go to the shoe store, you know, you should get the all white shoes, or you should get like these other shoes. They're the popular ones. They're the ones that look good, mm-hmm. and inherently, I go for the more uglier things since I was younger <laughs> yeah. because I'm like. Well, it's just a little bit more me. <laughs> and it's like, and then I get it. And I'm like, this is so, like, this goes with nothing. Right. Insane. <laughs> like, and, and I look back at pictures of myself and it's like, I, that's what I did every damn time. You were and born it's, interesting. It's like, it is that same kind of thing where it's like, it's just a little bit weird. Yeah. It's like, it's still the same. It's still like, you get it, like, but it's just a little bit off. And I feel like that's inherently very queer. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, especially with character actors too, it's like, you're like, well, they're kind of telling you, like, well, you're not going to be yourself, right? So <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be somebody else. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood doesn't have a place it. for you, but you could be a character. Wait, character acting is drag. Yeah. Character yeah. acting is, is the drag for gay people. <laughs> <laughs> that was ultimately the issue. Like, love Simon when people are like, this guy's not gay. It's like they were what they were saying was, this guy's really normal. <laughs> oh, wait, which one's not gay? Totally. The lead in the love lead Simon. Guy. He, but you're he has kidding. a gay cousin. He's like, I have a gay cousin. And oh, then, I love when they say that. Yeah, yeah. He's like 2015. Everyone technically has a gay cousin. I know. Oh my god! One of my, one time this, oh my god. One time this, 
English teacher I had in high school who, mind you, like, that there's a long story about that where like he messaged me after oh my god i graduated like really suspect things oh, i don't know geez. anyway anyway i he said something about like gay something in class in in english and he was like a little like fratty i, I can't explain it and i was like and i i was i i would be a little bit of like a talk backer a mm-hmm. little bit and he said something and i was like I was like, and can you really say that? And then he said, um, oh, my cousin's gay. <laughs> and then I was like. Really? <laughs> I, it was like the first time I ever like ro- tried to like roast battle somebody. Yeah. And it was my English teacher in high school. And I, and I was like, I was like. Oh, I what the fuck did I say? It was like he's like I have gay cousin, and I was like, and I have a straight uncle. <laughs> like I like I like came back with something so quick that I, I love don't that. even remember now, and it was so good that everyone in the class started laughing, and I was like, <laughs> I was like looking I was like, this is gonna be my life for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're like, I'm chasing this high forever. <laughs> it's yeah, literally it like giving so Marvel the first time they make the room shake, and they're like, <gasps> within yeah. me lies power. <laughs> And they're scared. They're scared of it, but they're in- excited about it at the same time. You're talking yeah. about superheroes. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. You mean superheroes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is what it is to moment. be comedic. Is to be comedy and Spider-Man are all the same. It's like to be greater yeah. than the secret, secret power within. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mine is raw emotion. <laughs> My power That's is like power? immense raw emotion. You I feel that like in drama school, right? <laughs> I feel like I can be incredibly raw and vulnerable in this way that no one can argue with and it is just like jar it got a girl fired twice right <laughs> it is yeah radical honesty with connor <laughs> radical honesty <laughs> where you just say exactly how you feel and it's like like that i feel Wait. like that's a sobriety thing no dude thank you kiss yes that's yes, so well, fun actually, yeah. wait are you sober no but don't I be have- <laughs> it's so, <gay>. it's so <laughs> um uh no but i i have known people that yeah. do that and then they uh, were radically honest and now you're like don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> they were radically honest and they were like yeah you you dress like shit and no. No, no, no no wait that's great okay so like no no what? they didn't say that <laughs> I'm, I'm just prefacing they didn't say that but um yeah they they do teach a thing of like you have to go out and apologize yeah i didn't shit. do the 12 steps because i was like no i'm not doing that and, and it's christian it's yes aa is really weird people don't say that enough. it is super religious unless it's important to you at home yeah that's fine i think it's like if whatever if it works for you it works for you doesn't it doesn't if you're not in jail at home <laughs> and you needed aa to do that i love that i yeah. think it's yeah. incredible i also think that like being queer like just you you get so used to having to be really honest about very intimate aspects of yourself and so you just kind of get used to being like i don't know very like straightforward and earnest with like pretty sensitive things i think yeah, yeah. I think that's like part of it too probably so you kind of have a double a double dip there yeah you yeah. got something like a double dip <laughs> no, <radical. laughs> we, we, we want to add segments to this like money wars <laughs> and then, how much money do you have <laughs> we've never known what money wars will be but every once in a while kind of just goes money wars money wars oh is anytime we talk about money ideas. at all <laughs> or class i can really talk about money because money wars <laughs> uh, tough to come by yeah I, I just i wasted so much of my money recently wait on what Traveling. are you manic sometimes i'll save money <laughs> i'll save it for weeks you're like you're sober right and you're manic <laughs> <laughs> you're 
you know when you're, you're like doing me I to fill. <laughs> no not, not to say being manic or sober is fill. wait we're, we have a similar <laughs> you have a pr mind where i feel i hate that about all of us like and but it's good that we have yeah, that yeah, yeah where we i said this to you where like every single thing that comes out of our mouths when i listen back i'm like well someone who's like really you know reads a lot could make the case that this is an offensive thing that i said if they wanted to cite this source from this year and yeah. it's like we're j- guys we love all of you we love everyone we've ever met and we don't think that manic people are filthy and <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're obsessed I think, with you. but uh, yeah I, I honestly do think and uh, this is this is something that maybe it is happening in the culture i think we're coming around from cancel culture <laughs> i think we are too no. i think we are too i think I, the pendulum is going to swing back a little bit and we have to i'm not kidding it is yeah and i don't know why like the, like the craziness of the Colleen Ballinger stuff on the internet. You, you wait, I'm I'm missing this. Do you know this? Wait, no, a little bit, but I haven't watched the video. Wait, ex- can okay. you explain if you know? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was, <laughs> I just start talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm like, oh, so basically, I was. <laughs> They're gonna be like, no. okay, they just cut that. <laughs> started a new segment. Oh, okay. Money was, Um No, so I was a big YouTube kid. I was like a, a oh, YouTube Oh, yes. Okay. You knew that about me? No, no, no. I do know what you're talking about now. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I don't know her name, but every Miranda time I think it's that YouTube. Miranda Sings. Miranda Sings, yes. So, um, unfortunately, I am... I, I went to a Miranda Sings concert in high school with she two of my concerts? friends. She still does. And this is a big reason why a lot of the things came to light recently was because of some of her live shows that happened very recently. Oh. Um, but she, it's just like the character is like, honestly, it is like a neurodivergent, like autistic coded <laughs> character that was like so deeply popular in YouTube, but like 2009, yeah. 10, eight, I'm going back and forth. <laughs> um, Bush and into Obama. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bush <laughs> into Obama back to Bush. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're like everyone was like, "Oh my god, she like can't say words right." That's the that is the funniest character of all time, mm-hmm. and like she also had this really weird um, uh, like storyline where she had like a weird relationship with her uncle, like mm. as the character that was like, "My uncle like bought me like lingerie or like something mm. weird like that," where it's like, "Oh, it's clear that this <laughs> like kind of neurodivergent like." like off like character is being maybe also like sexually abused by her uncle and it's like you read it now and it's like that is a drama like that is a that is a sad (laughs) it's a horror movie like this is actually shonda ryan yeah like (laughs) it's literally it's literally like the saddest it's like oscar Beatty movie yeah but really what it was was like the funniest shit to like 11 year olds like ever um and anyway she's like just been you know that that youtubers are like the wealthiest people on earth right you know yeah that. Like, it's crazy and she has like something crazy like you know a hundred million followers or something like on youtube I, I'm i thought you were up. gonna say dollars and i was gonna throw up <laughs> on the microphone well, maybe i mean no like she could have a lot of money money <laughs> <laughs> but that's the crazy thing about youtube is that is that you really you really have no idea how rich they could be like yeah like i see some of these youtubers that will upload a video once a month and their apartment is in new york and it's a duplex and it's in gramercy Fuck. and i'm like that is at least at least like eight thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. so with your one video you're 
essentially you have to be making like quadruple that in it's a month crazy. to rationalize paying $8,000 a month to live in New York. If you had $8,000 a month, would you live in Gramercy? No, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that was the weirdest part of that whole I know, sentence I know. to me. I was like, Gramercy, like, move, yeah. girl. No, no, you could, get, you could get a triplex in Bushwick. <laughs> um, but no, so then the end of the story is that basically there were people that came out that were like, I was in a group chat with Colleen and I was like essentially a child and she would be like very personal about like details of sex and like ask what their favorite sex position was oh, and like we'd talk about her divorce and like we'd talk about like all these really intimate stuff and like then and and uh, the weirdest part about it too is that the person who came out with that that was like this is really shitty it, it uh they came out with it in 2020 basically mm-hmm. and um she caught some flack for it and um but it kind of slid under the rug because nobody really talked about it and then now basically it's coming back to light so this is a pop culture podcast and basically it's coming back <laughs> to light <laughs> and um yeah and like uh, basically then he's now used the word like grooming oh, and so then now shit. people like erupted yeah and then she created that video that apology video the ukulele one ukulele, ukulele and she's one of the lines is i'm not a groomer i'm just a loser <laughs> because she like talked to kids a lot too much like in group chats and they were her only friends her and pr was that hey i'm just weird and like yes. lonely and so i was talking yes oh my god yeah you're like word for word that's <laughs> the song like that's the best she could do lyric wise jesus too. christ and then didn't something else happen after after that video came out? that's like now yeah <laughs> I, this now. is what's happening now we're in it we're in the <laughs> aftermath she, <laughs> wait i think yeah, she's there's something it. i think she's accused of something else and i shouldn't speak oh oh, to oh, it. oh oh i know it i know it i know what you mean i feel like if you're so gonna that do was an actually wrong video, oh, it was that was r- actually um a mistake okay so another thing was oh that there was a video of her in like i don't know how many years ago it was but she is doing um, a single ladies dance, mm-hmm. doing a Beyonce dance. And people yes. said that and, and in the video, her face is like painted with like it looks like a dark like mm. face makeup. And people were going off about like what the hell like she's literally in blackface. Yeah. That is so crazy. Like how is that? How could that have gone also under the rug all these years? too? Right. Yes. In 2017. But in 2017. <laughs> right. And then but. TMZ reported that um, it it the video was actually like it didn't show the actual color and sh- it was green and it was from like an alphabet bit she had done right before oh, okay. and then she kept it on for her single ladies dance but it was green like it was she's a theater not- kid being yeah. a theater kid will end all of us yes. <laughs> and take all of us down well yeah <laughs> that's yeah I, I uh, it's just it's it is so crazy much, it's so much and it's like and part of me is like the reason why I'm like cancel culture is like dying is like the amount of fodder that I watched and accidentally engaged with about that like video of her with the face makeup I was like oh this is a demonic woman and if I didn't hear that split second of information that it was actually green makeup like my whole perception of this girl would be that that she did that within like the last five years and I'm like yo that's so even though I don't support her like whatsoever do not pull this quote yeah but it's like 
oh shit like come on like people are so are still so nuts which i'm like yeah i thought we were kind of coming around from this a little bit yeah (laughs) it it does feel like i don't know i feel like there's been enough it's gone you know from whenever they would consider cancel culture to have quote started in the last couple of years with i i I mean obviously plenty of people have proven to ride it through and not actually people who've done abhorrent things have are still working and I feel like we were talking about this the other day that like it one thing that sucks about it is it seems like people that are like queer um, like creators and things like that have a much harsher audience for that kind of stuff where like people that are a little bit left of center are just more likely to kind of come down on their own. Whereas if you're like a right wing stand up or something like nobody I mean tons of people are going to be like fuck that guy but all your fans all your fans don't care all your fans don't care so the people that are pulling you down are people that already didn't like you right and then if you're like more left of center you know whatever like you you're more likely to get heat from your own fan base because it's people that are more likely to like kind of be attuned to that stuff so it's kind of a weird like that is interesting. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. And that's very astute. <laughs> that's kind of work we're doing Where'd here on Boys Club Podcast. <laughs> I feel like queer people eat their own. And that's bad. Yeah, yeah it can be and tough. And it's like, well, if we had all just created a foundation of a bunch of straight dudes, we could do crazy fucking shit. <laughs> and then be yeah. fine. Yeah. So I think the takeaway from this is let queer people apologize, learn, live, laugh, and grow I together. Think I, I also like, I don't know, I, whatever. I, I generally am like, if somebody makes a... Obviously, we can all have our sense of like what is kind of too far of a mistake for our own moral compass. But like, generally, if somebody says something fucked up and then they apologize for it and they recognize what was wrong, I'm like fine with them continuing to move through the world so long as it wasn't like totally horrible. Yeah. But like when people are like repeat offenders or who have like physically and or psychologically really hurt someone, I think that's like when it goes too far. But like, I do think there's room for like people to you know for us to say something stupid on a podcast and still work for the rest of our lives you know like <laughs> wait, i don't know wait, we we literally get arrested for <laughs> this podcast in eight years <laughs> when in eight years there. it'll be out there forever well my <laughs> thing is like i it, we we just ramble for hours and hours and we say the dumbest fucking shit like one i still think months ago i said something about the sri lankan tsunami that i think about every day <laughs> <laughs> just like, when's that wait, gonna come by me wait yeah. No, I, 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 I said that there are some muscles yeah, that are again, vanity muscles <laughs> that are nice to have if you're at the beach. And then there are other muscles that are functional muscles that are nice to have if you are clinging to a tree in a tsunami. Oh. And, <laughs> and that at this point in time, we only need the vanity ones. And it was like, well, that's yeah. kind of fucked up. I was just thinking about this. This is something that I was thinking about at the gym. I was going... Nobody needs to work out that hard. No, it's true. <laughs> nobody needs to. Nobody no. needs to. Nobody should. And I'm and I'm like I'm trying to get this information out. Yeah. That I think people think that they need to work out really, really hard. Yeah. No. No. We're I, actors, models, singers. We just need like traps. Singers and first. That's, kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We just need like traps and shoulders. It's like, like nothing else matters. Whatever you want, I guess. But I do see some guys. No, like, I'm not mm. in for whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I really. I, no, I'm like. I, I actually am like. I'm like willing to go up to people in the gym and be like. <laughs> You don't have to. You can stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you see them like like shaking, straining, picking up an ungodly amount of weight, it's like you ever see these guys that are lifting like deadlifting like a one rep max of like yes, something. The, yes. the bar is bending, and you're like, why? Yeah. Why? And the physics of that, the bar could bend and go straight back. I know. The physics of the that. Physics of that. <laughs> and this is a science yes. podcast. Is, yeah. Well, this is the science podcast. Money war. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. if your child, we, I think we discussed this. If your child is under a car, adrenaline will give you the strength that you need to. Actually, your child being under a car will be incredibly physically advantageous for you. It will yeah. give you the strength to lift the car. Yeah. But you don't need to train for that in a gym. No. The only thing that I think is actually really helpful, and 
it is is walking uh, as much as you physically can. Mm-hmm. But which we have to. Which we have to be doing more. Walking guys, and stretching. Watching it, walking and stretching, and then the pe- the unfortunately, what I have to say is these people that are that are that are breaking hemorrhaging in their body because of the weight that they're lifting yeah. they're gonna die early D- for sure for sure like they're when you die s- early like best case scenario you lift this huge bending bar of weight worst case scenario you <laughs> fall over and die on yeah. spot like oh my god well yeah like also just like as they grow older mm-hmm they have like there's no concept of like mobility and stuff so it's like no. as you get older like your bot you're literally I- i'm making this up but your 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 muscles are fusing to your bones probably <laughs> that's talked about how tall people never live that long because no, you don't there's no old tall people that. yeah they I all go early that. I know. that's the same with big dogs versus small dogs yeah yeah. You should have known when we learned that when we were young. <laughs> right. They're like, small dogs live to like 25. Yeah. <laughs> they want. And you never want them to still be around. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've ever seen like a bodybuilder walk, they don't walk like they are super mobile. Like no. they don't like walk like they could touch their toes, you know? Yeah. yeah and I can't touch That's my toes. That's a problem in bed. I'm you trying to, to touch change your toes. the way that I walk. I'm trying to lead with my chest more and take my sh- You do. I lead you with walk, my chest? You walk tough. Lead with your Thanks. feet. I lead with my fists. <laughs> I lead like I'm gonna get attacked. You lead with your fists. I I just did this this program. This is real. <laughs> a walking program. No, I did the the reason. Okay, so I was abroad. Yes. For a couple weeks, and I did this like like residency thing in, um with in Italy, where I was literally singing and also learning Alexander technique. I, I thought you were going to say clowning. No, I wasn't clowning. I just I don't know why I needed to no, say that. No, I, I, I wasn't clowning, but that's an, an so Like You didn't, but guess. I wanted to interject <laughs> on my own podcast to tell you that I thought was, yeah. that's where this is headed. No, and if it was, it's like you needed to get it out in case you were right, in case you were like being psychic. I get that. Is yeah, Alexander yeah. Technique an acting technique? It's like, it's, I, it's not really for like anything specifically, but... Uh, it was like half meditate. It was like half like awareness meditation with your body, half like singing. And y'all like, I feel like I could really get you guys onto this. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Was it just like a workshop? Did you go to, to Italy for this? Yeah. Or was this like while weeks. you were there? Wait, cool. Wow. Yeah. Did you stay That's in a so dorm? cool. Do I stay in a dorm? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> they have dorms for two week programs. <laughs> wait, that's I'm Chloe. I'm your roommate. <laughs> no, but I did have a roommate. That's wait, but so I do, stayed in an apartment. do you have to be a good singer for this to like work or can you squawk away like I would? Yeah, yeah, you could squawk. <laughs> okay, cool. Absolutely. All right. Who yeah, it roommate? only works if you sound good. <laughs> if you're like have an angelic voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can only like get aligned in your body if you sound if you sound beautiful. Who did you live with? I lived with a 48-year-old mother of three professional opera singer from Toronto. Wow. Wait, cool. Degrassi. Was she electric? Degrassi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Canada. Oh, Canada. Sorry. Was yes, she cool? Absolutely. Yeah, she was cool. That's awesome. She's going through a divorce. Well, that's how you find yourself that on a two-week cool. program. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if no, you're someone asked Mother that of three. Literally. <laughs> literally <laughs> say that. No, I... I literally that's someone, a movie because like when else is a mother of two taking two weeks for herself like that in italy to go yeah. actually mother of three mother of three sorry sorry you sorry. killed yes. one of the kids sorry, off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i literally like two nights ago I, I was with someone and i was like they were like oh who'd you stay with whatever asked the same question and, I, and then they were like 
we should get in a divorce. I was like, <laughs> yes, actually. Wow. It's crazy. Did you talk her through it? I, we did. We did get into I it bet, a bit. I bet. Yeah. Was she okay? You know, that's a loaded question. <laughs> every time I've, so <laughs> I've like lost, I've lost a lot of jobs. And every time <laughs> oh. I lose a job, people are like, enjoy this time. You'll never be without a job again. Like, it's so fun to be an adult without a job. What? And then I always no. do. All we do is be adults without a job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, what? And That's for a, a while, future for literally, all for a while, I'd be like, I would find myself in that situation a lot before I just kind of permanently committed to it. And I feel like marriage is the same way. Like, when you're getting married, people are like, this is the last time you'll ever be single. And it's like, you're not oh, no. single right before you get married. Right. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I know, it is so true. But like people do like, this is, like you're free this, like, now. Your bachelor party is your last right. night. And it's like it's you've like, been in a relationship for at least a little while. Like. Yeah. So if you're if somebody's saying bachelor party, this is your last night and you do something on your bachelor party. Crazy. You're it, it, the, the relationship that, <laughs> that is, quote unquote, the reason why this is your last night is over. Yeah. Agree. It's such a weird. Maddie and I were talking right? about that. I hate men. It's such a weird hetero. <laughs> <laughs> wait that reminds me i wanted to read this <laughs> it is such a weird hetero thing though that like the bachelor bachelorette party are like this is the last night where you get and like the bachelorette party is all about like the strippers. there's so many dicks and there's strippers and it's just like it's the and it's like so many dicks before you see your last one and it's like what is why are they so obsessed with also this it's stuff? like see your last one let's be real come on the divorce rate is far too high <laughs> for that to be true also like chances your last you, one. you can be open yeah you like, don't know be open be that ethnically no ethnically <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ethnically non-monogamous. <laughs> ethnically non-monogamous. Oh, I was also thinking about this recently too, because on my on the tail end of my excursion, my program, I went to Paris for a couple days. I wish I could take back that time. I wasted my money. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, you didn't like the whole city, Paris. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry if there's any Parisians that listen. I wish we had video just for that last thing. You didn't like it, and the wiggle just went Paris. <laughs> So basically something that I learned and I I learned this before going to Paris, but it was, it was, it was somehow it came up and like, it was, it was verified while I was there mm -hmm. was that people who are married, like in Paris or France or something like they always have a mistress or like a mister. What is the male version of that? Mister? A lover. Lover. All right. Women yeah. love men. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Women, men have mistresses. And what is that word coming from? Anyway. Yeah. So, um, but like basically like you're married and you kind of like everyone will have affairs or an affair in their life. And that's just kind of like known in. I Parisian love the way you culture. described it. it was like a Saturn return. <laughs> 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 like, this is your affair period. <laughs> and then, then when the North node hits, like you're probably going to cheat on your <laughs> wife. Um, but apparently that's like super normal. And then they kind of like either don't like they just kind of don't talk about it. So I realized like Parisians are non-ethically non-monogamous. <laughs> they're like they're like and avoidant about it. And they're yeah. like, we just don't talk it about it. It doesn't tear them but apart. Interesting. It, uh, no, I, I think it's like kind of like. That's like, well, human. that's humans. Yeah. You know, I just hope that it's working in both directions and it's not just like the dudes are maybe going out no, and having, but it's everybody. Thing. Okay. That's cool. That from what I hear, 
Also, you guys watch Emily in Paris because <laughs> they verified that for me too. Oh, okay. It's verified I never in that. I, w- I went to Paris last summer with my family and we saw the Emily in Paris house, but I I never seen the show. The way that you presented the information though, where you're like, I hate Paris and everyone there's having an affair. <laughs> and it was like you're like, I got there, it was like you immoral losers. Yeah. Well, I for one think that monogamy isn't dead. <laughs> um uh no, yeah. I just was like, I think it was basically I was I was exhausted and I realized um, c- coming back to New York that I was days bef- I was days ahead of my period, um, which yeah. makes me in general like just not just really think that like burn, 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 mm-hmm. everything burn, 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 and let it burn, 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 burn. <laughs> Connor is showing Wait. his tattoo that says burn, burn, I'm burn. shaking, crying. <laughs> I love Ellie Goulding. Wait, that's not because of that, is it? Yes, it is. No, it's, no not. it's not. Wait, what are you talking? Why would that be weird to have Ellie Goulding? No, you're Wait, right, though. Okay, this is not a visual medium. You have burn, burn, burn tattooed on his. When I was 20, I read On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Well, I read it when I was 18. Oh. I was a raging alcoholic, and I loved it. I was like, this man has his problems like me. That's like the privileged boy's like manifesto. Maddie Healy. Does he love on the road? <laughs> yes. Oh, he's like fuck. a Kerouac like that. Oh, uh, Jesus. It's okay. You, also, you've grown. Since I love that you, you brought that in for me. I didn't think there was anything else for me to learn about Hilary Swift, but you've brought this to me. That's interesting. About Matty Healy. Yeah. They broke up though, didn't they? they yeah. Did. So he's Thank gone. Goodness. I, uh, I have such a horrible soft spot for that man. Wait, then I will do. <laughs> then you will do. No, like I will too. Like, I <laughs> oh, feel like uh, if I don't Connor's have like, very a hard sway. opinion, I'm like, <laughs> if someone tells me their opinion about something that I don't really have much of an opinion on, I'll be like, okay, I'll be in that corner. I don't want to say that I have a soft spot for any of the horrible shit that he says, um, because I absolutely do not. Um, it's just like this, this. Th- it's like a thing in your body where you're like, you can't not think someone is attractive. Yeah, mm. I get that. I get that. I think the idea of dating a musician is really hot, especially just like as actors, singers, performers, comedians, writers, like a musician. That's hot. It's like a different thing. It is hot. I did that. Oh, you, wait, you dated a musician? Yes, for many years. Yes. Wait, wait, no. Is it bad now? The day after. (laughs) I think it was. There, remember? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, did I take you to a bad place? Drop no. everything. Because I was, I was thinking about the fact that you and I have spent like l- two separate times. We spent like a lot of time together. One was when we did that. We were extras in that yes. sketch, and it was pouring rain. Yes, and we spent so yes. much time in that house together for two days that in was Park Slope South. And then that was like, and then the other time I spent a lot of time with Chloe was like the day after she went through a breakup. And so I feel like it was like kind of an emotionally raw time for you. So I was like, I feel like I know Chloe like pretty well because of like two yeah. being together two times, just like re- random like incidences. That is crazy. Yeah. That. And the weird part about that was that it it would not have been a requirement for me to really tell that to people, except for the fact that he was there. Yeah. Like, what are the odds? I know. It was, t- it was, Did it was tough Did you feel timing. connected to Nico because of that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One time after <laughs> I went through a breakup, I... <laughs> it sounded like I didn't mean that. <laughs> nope. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You know yeah. I mean, oh, that's I, why I, you anybody were there. there. <laughs> it was just a warm body for me to... <laughs> Anybody with kind eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went through this breakup, and then, do you know Tessa Bell? Yes. And then I got pizza with Tessa Bell and Martin Urbano. Good. <laughs> Actually, I hung out with Martin Urbano a lot after. 
<laughs> and then, and well, he not like, a lot. Just like I really like had a, I had a long conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he kind eyes, so body, etc. Yeah, <laughs> and like I feel very intimately connected. He has no idea. I'm sure. I feel intimately connected to the two of them because like I was like such a sad boy vibes, and they were like, "We're gonna take a hot picture of you eating pizza on these steps." Oh, in the that's village. sweet. Yeah, People they were like really nice. That they will pull out the actual fucking stops yeah. for you after yeah. you go through a breakup. It's literally like better than your birthday. Yeah. So if you feel really lonely, is. you've got to get into a relationship and then have a breakup. And have a horrible <laughs> break. Like not like a breakup that's like, oh, it's been a couple months. Like uh, I'm not really into them. It's like a breakup that's like, this could have been it. You know. And it's like it's like. Like yeah. Because also somehow it comes back to Ingrid goes west where it's like you you could manufacture that for yourself. Be like <laughs> I'm you? newly single. It's devastating. Yes. Uh, if you walk around and that was your whole thing that you like went just went through. A That's another Wait, job actors could have. You tell your best friends you just broke up with the love of your life that you've had for a long time and they have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, it's that, been a secret this whole time. Maybe it was long distance. You could have been like it was long distance. Yeah. I never believe that. that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, people, you can create people any would fall lie. I always think that whenever we're in a new environment we should say early that you have IBS like really a work environment because then you can always just be like I gotta go oh I used <laughs> to struggle okay this I was I was getting into the biohacking of it all when <laughs> we were talking about that earlier because uh, a big part of my life a few years ago is that I had IBS so so bad and it was like ruining my life and it was uh, it, it was like one of those things where it's like then the internet just just fed me every single thing for you to optimize your body in order <laughs> to not be shitting liquid and i was like can we just say it's we should say it like that where it's just <laughs> like where it's like oh my god like we're down bad on the toilet yeah. but it's like these people who are like really straight and gorgeous in front of like their amazing <laughs> countertop being like so celery juice in the morning is actually <laughs> amazing for getting things to go the way you want them to and it's like say but i had it really bad but i i kind of got it fixed wait through medicine or just through so time fully biohacked biohacked <laughs> i i'm iron man <laughs> biohacking reminds like it makes me right? think that doesn't it's, it like, think iron you have man. like yeah like you have like a machine in your chest biohacking, or something like it reminds me of like prosthetics. Yeah, it could. I mean, I'm sure there's a there's more than one way to biohack. I'm sure, but yeah. <laughs> cyborg. <laughs> uh, yeah. So part of it was that. Um, long story. Long story short. Uh, I yeah. Long story short. <laughs> I should do the short version, right? <laughs> so I I used to have this thing called chronic acute sinusitis uh, in high school, which was like I used to get these sinus infections like all the time. Because my sinuses are, like, the size of an eight-year-old's. Like, they never, like, really grew. Oh, whoa. I didn't even know they... I guess that makes sense that they grow, grow with you. Yeah, they grow with you. Yeah, your mm. nose also just keeps growing, I guess, too. I learned that. Interesting. You and looked at me when you said that. I no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you really like your nose. <laughs> <laughs> You're projecting. <laughs> um, no, it's actually great for all of us. Yeah. We all we all it we grows look, our we whole all look fantastic with bigger noses. I know I'm very anti nose job unless someone wants one, <laughs> but I'm not getting one. No, I actually think people look. Someone someone posted a video of them being like, "I'm getting a consultation for a nose job," like on the internet, and I was like, "No, yeah, their nose is so hot to me." I think people forget when you change your nose. I say this about Vanessa from Curl Tomato, and I want her to be happy. But when you change your nose, your whole face changes because your face is about proportions. Yeah, yes. you're talking to someone that got filler once, and then so <laughs> like, your face is all about proportions. Yeah. So like, yeah, it like changes your whole fucking vibe. Your like, whole vibe. Yeah, not to. Oh my God, we're doing the P I'm doing the PR thing. And we're all character 
actors, writers, performers, dancers. So yes. like, you want a face that is original. Yeah, you want yeah. A face that's original. We have to look cool. But anyway, okay, your sinuses yeah, yeah. were small. So my sinuses really small. Oh my god, this isn't the short version. So um, <laughs> th- I had to get I I I a had to get surgery, but b I also had to go on so much antibiotics on and off for these sinus infections. So it fucked up my stomach because when you go on antibiotics a bunch, it kills all the good bacteria. And essentially it gives you IBS oh because shit. you have no good bacteria. So shit just like rides through like no stops on the turnpike. <laughs> and um, on the turnpike, Jersey. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so I was like really struggling with that. And like a lot of doctors were like, okay, like IBS, like whatever. It can't be that bad. It gave me such bad anxiety, such bad depression, like and I already had anxiety like my whole life, but it was like it was like tearing me out. And um and so <laughs> uh I I like got this like I did all these tests, whatever. It's like it wasn't quite clear what was going on. And then um basically uh I did this one test that was like uh, that I did at home during the pandemic and it was like this breath test where I had to like swallow this weird liquid and then breathe into these tubes into these tubes that then would fill up other tubes with air <laughs> um every 20 minutes for three hours oh my where God. it would it would test to see if I had methane gas coming up from my oh stomach my or something whatever so apparently I did it wrong um, <laughs> uh, because the, the it came back just indecipherable. And I was like, well, fuck, that was so annoying. Did you know that you were going to do it wrong? Did I know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. That's me and the COVID test. Where I like, was just I about to I'm say that every time I'm doing it, I'm like, I mean, I think it's right. You know, but I absolutely will do everything wrong unless there's someone watching me like above <laughs> yeah. me. Like every time. I, I knew that I would. And I was so pissed that they gave it to me. Like I was like, I will literally go in and stay all day for you to do it for me anyway (laughs) they get me to come in like that's what relationships are (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and that's that's sort of what happened to me i feel like at the end (laughs) um no so i went in finally to do this test and they were like oh yeah big time you have methane coming out from you and so it's called sorry to the ozone yeah yeah those cows ain't doing much compared (laughs) to me um uh but uh yeah so then they were like, so you have something called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which means I kind of have like colon bacteria. Like I, I, this is what I was getting it. This is what I was sort of, I don't know. I don't really understand it, but it was like, uh, it was like bacteria from the wrong places in your gut. And it's like, mm. it, it's just fucking you up like all the time. So I went on these two types of really specific antibiotics. I know it sounds counterintuitive to like being on well, antibiotics. Well, we just learned. Yes. Yeah. But it's these really specific uh, antibiotics that, like, insurance, like, won't cover. So my doctor had to, like, call and, like, scream and be like, this is what she needs to survive. <laughs> and then they gave it to me. And it's, like, it's something. Your doctor sounds lovely. Go on. Yes. No. And they weren't. And um, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they weren't. Um, <laughs> and it. And I went on two antibiotics for a whole month. Like, and I was sober that month. Because of antibiotics, we hung out with you. <laughs> um, and the community, yeah, and it was, it was, it, it, it did, uh, it give, it gave me my life back. <laughs> <laughs> when you were sober, was that hard? That was weird. It was weird, and it was like a real learning thing. And like, it, it was, um, it is a crazy thing to be like, your social sphere is different. But I also, it made me realize how much I do really enjoy just 
being with people like not having a drink Mm -hmm. and also i'm just a sucker for like drinking things like oral fixation so it's like i can like oh if you put a soda in my hand in a glass like and i start chatting and dancing or whatever and then like three hours goes by i'm like oh okay like that that fulfilled like a type of need yeah for me as well i learned that about myself this year too because i i i still drink but not as much as i used to and i have totally replaced that with smoking weed and drinking seltzer water because <laughs> it's the oral fixation and yes. like the con and like the um carbonation of like a drink and it's mm-hmm. just like it totally that's all i need I, it does like yeah. it really doesn't matter it's like if as long as i'm holding a drink and get to just like especially like and you're high as fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm sober so but it's great all i need to do is be like Super really high, high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. Um, okay, should we start asking Wait, our questions? Wait, what's the voice club that you are not a part of? Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, start. so I was, like, thinking, like, a real answer to this. Should I say a real answer or kind of a fake you can answer? Do you can do both you if you want. I was going to say, like, this, a boys club that I don't really feel a part of that feels more, like, intimate to me is, like, male musicians. Mm. And I don't even know any. Like, but what? I think that, like, I don't intimately know any. Okay. I, c- I couldn't, I don't know a single person. <laughs> you only listen to Taylor Swift, don't know yeah. any male musicians. Yeah. fantasy okay. where I fall in love with Harry Styles and then he, because he's queer and where oh, I fall. Oh, no. We fall in love. He's yes, as he gay as yes, Taylor yes, Swift Oh, is. he's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're disagreeing with As like, gay as Taylor Swift is, which I think is which not. Is, okay. Oh. <laughs> How do I turn your mic off? <laughs> Cut uh, the mic. Yeah. I, do you know the song Fine Line? I want yeah. him to release a Fine Line oh Connors God. version. <laughs> and then on Spotify, the video is just home video of me. <laughs> and then you have an electric inner wa- life. And, if, and I, I think that that is why I'm single. Because like if that is what you are expecting to happen, then like going on a date with someone that works at Wells Fargo is never going to be oh exciting for you. For sure. When Fine Line came out, like, okay, I'm not Beautiful. a huge Harry Styles person. I'm not, it's the only song I know. But that album and those couple songs like fine line was like a music video that came yeah. out and i was like oh this is amazing and then everyone went like cuckoo goo boo of off of his last album i was like that album was like fine like yeah. it didn't matter yeah. to me but the one before was like way more <laughs> let's say a queer yeah gay he yeah. to me vibes total vibes i'll have to listen to that one it's but a beautiful song wait so male, male musicians oh yeah 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 um, I just always felt like when I was like younger, um, I, 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 I got into music as like kind of the, my first like artistic kind of pursuits when I was younger. And it just was very clear to me um, unconsciously that like no matter how much I could practice music, I wouldn't be a musician. Oh. Yes. Like it was for boys. Oh, it's I took, well, I was a boy, am a boy, but I took eight years of piano, four years of guitar, one year of trombone can't do shit <laughs> yeah can't do shit it's for the it's for the guys that i don't know i know what you mean though i think it is it's like this also <laughs> like this cultural thing of like boys are geniuses and that phrase is never used for women yeah um which i think obviously like boy geniuses it's subverting that with that but exactly it's exactly yeah. like the culture now that would have been amazing to see yeah. as a young girl yeah and it's like and things like that of like being a raw talent and like a, and a musical genius in that way is so reserved for boys and men it's not like ever yeah allowed to girls even if you are a, a musical genius or, or just good at or yeah. a musician yeah and the thing that's funny about like the music scene because just i, I feel like a, a type of closeness to it because like my brother 
um, is a professional musician. Oh, cool. In in New Orleans, and um, well, he's the best kind of. Is he a jazz male musician? Uh, no, he's in um, he's in a few indie cool. bands, and he plays keys, and he like. He is the best kind of, in my opinion, like straight male musician. I think also because, like, I've I've expressed what that culture feels like to me, and mm-hmm. I feel like he's always gone out of his way, him, you know, his whole life to like include me. Um, but uh, I feel like I know the culture like kind of intimately, mm-hmm. and like also my last relationship was with a musician, whatever. And, like, I think that the music scene is, like, where the comedy scene was, in my opinion, like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where it's, like, and and I also could be painting this with a super broad brush because I'm not, like, super intimately in Mm -hmm. the culture, but just from the outset, like, a lot of, uh, like, the female or, or, yeah, or, like, the, the women musicians, like, feel like they have to, like, gruff up or, like, tomboy out yeah. in order to be accepted as, like, a genius musician um, and, like, a high femme, like, you know, a girl who can, like, shred on a guitar is still just, like, seen as, like, well, that's, like, hot. Yeah. But it's not, like, you know... Eric Clapton or something right, like it'll yeah. never ever be that right. and like I think that's where comedy was like 15 years ago where it's like if you walked onto stage with like a really cute like femme high femme outfit and like your nails done and like kitten heels and started doing stand-up people would be like what the hell yeah. like that I don't understand how that that don't compute <laughs> like you have to wear a flannel you right. have to wear a flannel and like converse right to do it or whatever to like yeah. be a part of like the scene because it was still just so much it and it you know it is it's like it there's still so much of like a boys club aspect to it but I feel like the music thing is like it still does feel like so impenetrable in a way mm-hmm. for so many young women and I feel like um that is to say like I do know like genius like female musicians but there's so few of them compared yeah yeah there's so few of them compared it's crazy yeah and it's it's one of those things that's kind of a a self-fulfilling prophecy where people will be like oh there's just not as many and it's like well there's not as many because it's not a welcome space for that like if it were more welcome we we would see more like we would there would be more that break through like which just like the few that are have the you know the talent and the luck and the persistence and whatever ingredients make it so that you can stay in there. But there would be so much more if it was a welcome space for that. Yeah. Yeah. Also it's like, it's like the producer um, culture of it too, where it's like if a, if a, if a woman is famous for being the front woman of Mm -hmm. like her music, it's often seen that like she's singing, she's going into the booth and she's using her little cute voice. And there's some guy that's behind the boards that's creating the track and there are actually so many like female musicians that are doing all of the producing themselves, but nobody would think that as much as the male musicians. Like they think they know that Kanye's doing all that. Yeah. They know that like whoever the f- you know Tyler the Creator is like always behind his producing whatever. But it's like Doja Cat produces all yeah. of her stuff, and like people are no- like would not. I think inherently won't co- won't clock that. Right. They'll right. be like, oh, this is like part of a machine. Like she's just a singer rapper. Yeah. And it's like. No, she's like she's like making stuff, and it's like that uh, that atmosphere is like really hard to like get people to wrap their head around. Totally. And, um, 
yeah it's just it it's 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 like an interesting space that i like i'm really really curious to see how it develops in the next like you know during the rest of our lifetimes yeah. because yeah when i was a kid it, it just it it was so it felt so clear to me that it was like part of a male brain like a boy brain to be exceptional yeah at an instrument totally I, and then I, I could sing right right i was thinking about we've had this conversation when we were talking last about taylor swift and what's his face jack antonoff being like so tied to her name now and i always uh. like sh- kind of like I'm like i'm sure he does something but like she is the whole thing like she yeah. writes her music she yeah. does like she is she released one today and some of those new songs are beautiful some are kind of weird but some are beautiful but like the better than revenge i don't think she needed to change that lyric because she's had this one I lyric know. that was but I, the one that she wrote is beautiful i was oh like yeah, the it's so pretty the, light, like the old one was she's better known by the things that she does on the mattress oh, and she now changed it's like that sh- um she's listening to he the was a moth you've called that out yes <laughs> but i was bad. I, I didn't think she needed to it, now the line is he was a moth to the flame she was holding the mattress matches and i'm like well that's fucking beautiful yeah that's, wait for halloween i want to go as flame and as flame no matches and a moth what do you think what do you want me to be i don't care <laughs> okay. i'll do whatever you, you don't want to do the i'll be the purple moth. dress <laughs> the and she's actually facing the other direction because <laughs> as she's as she's in a new era of her life <laughs> i love her so much. that stuff goes crazy all yeah. the details yeah yes someone told me that they have a theory i forgot who it was that this that she's about to come out and Ares is kind of like a goodbye to who she used to be and I'm just Whoa. like whatever I can't really process all that information. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Out. She's been about to come out since the beginning of fucking time. We'll see. But well like I the, was like the, that the too. The weird thing too is to be like I'm about to come out I'm bye. It's like it's the same. Like, yeah. It's like, like who like, isn't at this like, point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean the, the weird millennialness of that to yeah. me is that it's like I I don't quite relate to being like this is a huge reveal moment. It's yeah. Like, it's like, well, yeah, you might reveal that and then like fall in love with a guy and then yeah. be dating a guy again for a while. It's not like, okay, like I, I'm coming out and then I'm going to marry this like yeah. very like, oh, oh, like popular gay actress that you love. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's not, oh, I'm, I, I'm secretly married to a, like Cloris Leachman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also think like for me, like, I'm sure there's many, like, questioning bisexual women out there who maybe would benefit from Taylor Swift being openly queer. Yeah. Uh, if she's straight or gay, I don't fucking care. Like, it will not yeah. impact. I, it. I don't see myself in her at all. Like, I my know. queerness has nothing to And I, I'm sure a lot of gay people feel that way. And I'm sure a lot of gay people feel the other way. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, if you come at her, I don't fucking care. I and you're so right. It's like, she might be bisexual and also in, like, a straight relationship for a while. So it's like, yeah. She was just dating Maddie. So right. it's like. Which is a bisexual move. It's hugely <laughs> bisexual. No, it's hugely bisexual. And so, I mean, I've been like a 1975 fan. I think that's why I have like this thing because it's like, oh, the 1975 is like kind of meaningfully like very adolescent to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like that type of boy that like everybody gets attracted to and has to date, which is like, you know, skinny ripped, very troubled. It's like the guy like from the bear vibes. Carmi? Carmi. Well, Carmi is not skinny ripped. Oh, is Maddie, does Maddie Healy not look like him? Well, maybe bit? now, okay. but like I'm talking about like like yeah. when he was like on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Is Maddie when he was on heroin? Skinny. He used to be. He used to be. He used oh, to be. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. But now he drinks a lot. 
This is weird. Love. This is weird for me to like. <laughs> I literally am sympathizing with it, him. He like said really bad things, and then I'm like going into his sobriety. It's no, like, no, no. But no. I love it because it's like it's sociology. It's also gossip. Like where it's like walking that fine line of this, <laughs> but in a good way. I'm like, and that's that's what makes it interesting. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I, don't I even... think more rock. Sorry, this is this is maybe kind of where I'm at with it, where it's like, I uh, the everything is so scrubbed. Everything is so bleached, scrubbed. Nobody can say anything bad about anything in pop culture, especially musicians like that get radio plays. Like it's so bleached and scrubbed. Yeah. It's like if there is somebody who's like, who is the kind of like, I don't know, says terrible shit and everyone like, like, like gets mad at them and it's like a big whole thing. It's like that's kind of what rock and roll and like, and like celebrity culture. It's like these people don't. Have no obligation to be nice or good people. Yeah. yeah, they have no obligation to be nice or good people, and we actually can hate them for being bad people. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like just because she makes an album, and I'm just saying she of just like somebody, just because somebody makes an amazing album that you love, doesn't mean that she like has to say hi to you if mm-hmm. you see her walking down the street. She can be literally. She is oblig. She's allowed to be a bitch in her life as much as she wants. Yeah, to. yeah. That's what we I think. We were just talking so about. We've talked about, about a, little bit, a little bit. Not that Phoebe Bridgers is mean, but I think she speaks a lot about like the expectations that are kind of like forced upon her with fame. Yeah, yeah. That are like it's not part of the artistry of what she does. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, you're not. People are like, well, if you get into being famous, it's like you got yourself into that. And it's like, well, if you wanted to do what you're doing and then now a lot of people are listening to it and enjoying it. Yeah. That's not the same thing as like wanting oh to be famous. God. Totally. I just remember that Pete Buttigieg's campaign woman <laughs> was walking down the street <laughs> pregnant wearing open toed shoes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> and then she was just like, what? And then turned around and was like, I said, I love you. <laughs> Wait, Pete Buttigieg's wife? What are you saying? His spokeswoman. Oh, campaign. spokeswoman. <laughs> I was like, Pete Buttigieg gay. He's, what he's if I called Chasten his straight. wife? Like, I was like, <laughs> Chasten his wife. His wife, Chasten. That would be so fucked. Oh, my God. And then she looked so confused. And I was like, this person did not get into politics. So some man would say i love you on the street yeah, or maybe she did child. that's why she got in with pete Buttigieg. i bet yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe. um wait last thing before we move on to our next question i was just thinking about this i was saying this the other day that like i was thinking there's obviously a ton of insufferable straight men in comedy mm-hmm. obviously um <laughs> and i think that i was thinking the other day i was like i bet the equivalent in the music scene is so much worse because like comedy no matter how good you are at it or whatever it still is kind of a goofy art form and it is like you can be like this insufferable straight guy is like okay well you're just talking about like bullshit up there anyway but like i think musicians get to lean on the fact that they're talking about serious things and they have serious emotions and they're so deep and like that just like elevates the kind of like narcissistic self whatever that like and so i just can't even i'm so grateful i'm not in the music scene i feel like that'd be horrible yeah well i was somebody made like a good point recently when i was like talking about this that it was like like comedians musicians and chefs are always Mm -hmm. like can be really can like fucking chat because Mm -hmm. there's like a like there's like a very sameness to all of those like professions like there's always been like a real connection between like chefs, comedians, musicians, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, 
but the thing about like comedians and musicians is that they're they're the same amount of um sad and depressed yeah but um comedians can laugh about it and musicians like can't yeah like, yeah like that i think that there is a levity about comedians in yeah. a way where it's like every comedian like you can if you get into a conversation with a comedian about being like sad depressed like some shit about your life low moments it's like it can get so fucking low and then it's like then they pop one joke mm-hmm. in there and then there's like some levity yeah. like there is that they're both like equally as sad yeah but it's like the way to get it out for musicians is just like not with like self-awareness and levity so it's yeah. like inherently yeah it is. and it's like they both start with a kernel of truth about themselves <laughs> and then they just take really different directions with yeah. that kernel of truth right and Two roads diverge in a wood. <laughs> <laughs> the road not taken looks real good right now. We did not know when we started that we were going to be quoting Robert Frost today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. Um, okay, should we ask our next question? I want to make sure we're. How do you think our timing time? is going? Do you think we're doing good? Oh, it is three fourteen. What's okay. the do you need to go in like fifteen or do you need to go now? I can go in like. I don't know. Ten. Ten. Okay. Cool. So we'll What's the voice club that you're a part of? <laughs> What's the voice club I am a part of? Oh, I forgot what my answer was. I could talk to you all day. I think you're a very lovely conversationalist. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I don't say that to everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell them on air whether you think they're a good conversationalist or not. I'll be like, so you're shy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're shy. You're actually more shy than I thought you were. Um, okay, so you save it for the stage, I guess. Okay, cool. <laughs> What's a boys club I am a part of? Um, Yo. I do love boxers. Like the boxing, the sport or boxers, the (laughs) (laughs) boxers, like the, the the undies. Nice. Oh, I'm so dumb. I'm over here. Like the fighter, the movie, the fighter. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You were like hot. And I was like, you're thinking about me in boxers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Connor's queer. Not gay. Interesting. I, I feel like people like men don't, if a man wears boxers, I'm like, where you been? You know, or briefs either. I'm, Oh, or briefs. Even just underwear in general. Like I the love long kind of underwear that yeah. doesn't like oh, like grip briefs. onto your clit all day. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, that's the kind of shit where I'm like, guys, why have we always been? We always are making certain things a certain shape since forever. And then you try something a different kind of shape. I have no other examples. You try <laughs> something a different kind of shape and you're like, guys. Yeah. yeah. I think all of women's clothes are, you could say that. Restrictive. About them. Yeah. I yeah. I don't. I usually don't be, I, that's why I usually, I feel like I don't, I, I can wear, like I can wear boxers with the clothes that I wear. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I started wearing boxers a couple of years ago now, but like, I, obviously it has like a lot of reasons for that, but it definitely like, I was like this, but it like totally, it's so much better. It's so much better. So yeah. much like freer, looser. It's great. I love box, and I also think boxers look hot on everybody. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this one guy, David, that I hooked up with, was wearing literal boxers. And David, I was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, like literal boxers, like the I like know. the baggier ones. Yeah, I, I know that. that I, was I know that. My, my dad wears boxers like that Not to blow up his spot, but that's like you know what I mean. I feel like those are actually just like from shorts. The, they only show up at the like <laughs> the only place I know that they. Exist is like they sell those at Old Navy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. those should have pockets. <laughs> like you should be able to wear. <laughs> that feels very like, cool. like um 
one of the 1950s hot actors that were always wearing briefs and the pictures of them in their underwear. Yeah. He was that guy that died at 24 in a car accident. Probably a lot of people. Probably a lot, yeah. <laughs> Not James Franco. James well, he, Dean. James Dean. Not James Franco, James yeah. Dean died at 24. I know. I know I've yeah. outlived him. He so did. have you. He did a lot. Boys wow. Club were all well, part of... 24. That seems wrong, but it's right. <laughs> Wait, I swear to God, because someone was like, you look like James I'm Dean. I'm looking it up right now. Someone said I was like a younger James Dean. I was like... Okay. What? I'm like way older than he was. I could be his dad at this point. I'm 40. James Dean. Well, I, there is a thing where... At people looked older, younger mm. because they got into just the like war. the war. They got into the war. They got into it like just like because they liked it. They, yeah. they weren't like <laughs> they're like you're, you're time to go home. They're like we'll stay. Yeah, they're like I he was like 24 that. confirmed. That's crazy. Yeah, he guys, I never forget a young dad <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then Paul Newman kind of took his place. Yes, also very hot. Also, we're kind so of like hot. um this type of shirt that's white that's not a wife beater. <laughs> Yeah, because he's a good a, guy. A wife lover. A, a wife, wife lover. Love, a wife lover. Oh, a gay tank. Because we were gonna call it a husband beater, but then I do think that there's a lot of domestic violence in the gay community that that was like not yeah. okay. Yeah. So we got rid respect, of that. Respect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't the wife or the husband that was. It was the beater part that was the issue. <laughs> 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 nobody, nobody that batted an eye for a boy being hit. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. Underwear is sexy. I love it boxers is. on everybody. I think everybody looks Everyone hot in boxers. Everyone looks so hot. The, pe- the things that people don't look hot in. So, okay, uh, like for underwear. Underwear, un- like, uh, like, like, a, like girls, whatever, underwear that, you know, can go over the ass cheeks, that can hold you in, mm-hmm. that's like it works, it rules, whatever, always looks like so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like if you take it off and you're like trying to be sexy and it's like, oh, I don't, I shouldn't care about this. Like I won't. So then some like demented person in their in, in their horrible mind decided thong <sighs> and then and then we're like wait thongs are make gonna make you look sexy i actually think no it's like <laughs> loincloth that got stuck in your ass literally it's like, it actually looks it actually looks bad it's not like oh i'm making fun of how it feels it looks bad to me when your clothes are off a thong looks bad to me <laughs> and, and also like in high school i remember people being like i actually love thongs thongs are actually really comfortable yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like why are we all lying to ourselves I why know. it's a wedgie all day it's a wedgie all day it stinks 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 <laughs> 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 and yeah and then it looks bad but then it's like put a little pair of booty shorts technically like that's what briefs are yeah like, on and then take them yeah. off and it's like my little booty shorts it's like you're running in gym class and yeah it's like, oh my god a little ass came out it's like that's hot that's it, cool we uh, need to go to i feel like when gray men wear these like underwear that says like pump on it and i'm talking fire island underwear party like that's not hot like your underwear um, should be believable enough that it's like you wore that under a suit at yes. your desk today yes it needs to be yes. realistic yeah, yeah. La- that's why lingerie isn't that hot and 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 i think that sometimes that gets passed around i think that was a marketing campaign by like um, Don Draper or something. Yeah, it's going to be like Nina Dobrev. <laughs> yeah, Nina Dobrev. <laughs> Nina Dobrev worked at um, Sterling, Sterling Cooper, Draper Price. Um, Account management. And, yeah, people like put that, that wrong vision yeah. in the mind. And I, and what is actually really hot is like 
seeing someone in their outfit they wore all day and like yes. needing yeah to get, needing to get there's that nothing i agree i think that about like i also have this fantasy of being like when i fall in love that i'll just be in the corner of our park slope apartment in my underwear and i'll be like writing jokes in my notebook and then my lover photographer will take a picture <laughs> and then it'll be like captions like january 3rd 2025 well and right at the top of the new year yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like year. oh like there's something so he's natural, in his morning pages like, there at the top of the new year <laughs> This is a resolution. (laughs) But it's true. That's way hotter than me being like, it's like I'm writing. I'm a working mind. And like, I'm not trying to be hot. I'm trying to just be functional. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that goes back to like a queer thing. I think like lingerie and like, like that feels so straight to me. And like, so like, I don't know, like all of that versus like, I think about jock straps. Who's that for? I know, and it's just like where, like truly Wait, wearing. Who is that for? What was that made for? My ex baseball? gave me a jock strap one time that he got on sale from a sporting goods store. <laughs> it's for baseball. I think no? it's like to protect yes, your all sports. I think from or moving around when you're playing. I don't oh. know. I think it's supposed to keep you kind of like tight and. But now yeah. people just. W- I think a lot of people that have dicks wear like, I don't know, like spandex shorts. Just to, I don't know. Yeah, they just There's wear like a lot of underwear tight. now yeah. that has like the Compre- thing compress. for it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. gay men have co-opted <laughs> gay men on the have dick. taken <laughs> jock straps and they wear they've they wear of parties where they wear them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, I guess it's so gay men are keeping the jock strap industry alive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and one of the things I was going to say was that wait, we were talking about um how mullets and is like and oh, camouflage. Like, and camouflage and it's like and um I, I feel like I saw a TikTok thing about this too or whatever that and I can't quote the user. Um, <laughs> but uh they were like, Oh, gay people wanna so straight people wanna look really gay right now mm-hmm. like with their with their outfits and then gay people wanna look like really straight from like from like you know, early two thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And I was like, That is so true. It is really interesting. There is a lot of like yeah, like cross pollination happening. With yeah, it's yeah. It's like there's a slight bit of irony on both sides. Yeah, I also always Which wonder. I like. Yeah, I do too. I always wonder like how much, because like uh, in New York, I think even like the straight people are pretty well dressed and like with yeah. what's going on culturally. Versus when you go to a suburb, you're like, oh, people are dressing in like trends from like years ago still. Yes, because it hasn't trickled down boat yet shoes, i guess let's say big time boat shoes you'll find those Were on the you shore i bet boat shoes i mean boat shoes are i'm from savannah so like boat shoes are big boat yeah. shoes. it's always funny when i see like when i went home for my brother's graduation from high school in may all his like little friends were there and it was just like <laughs> uh, the pastels and the oh, shorts yeah. and the boat t- like i was just like this is not the looks guys this is not good do you think boat shoes will become uh gay queer trendy? no because you can't walk around in them Okay. And they have no traction. And if it they are pretty slippery for a boat. They are. I mean, Wait, there's no boat traction. Shoes cannot be that then. No, here's why. When they get really worn down, they get worn down quick. Boats oh. have traction on enough to support them. So like boats and boat shoes work together. Oh. But this one time after a voice lesson, I was wearing boat shoes, and then it started with an <laughs> ice storm in, in October. <laughs> and I called my mom crying, and I was like, I was 17. And I was like, you have to come pick me up. And she's like, there's an ice storm. I can't. And then I like literally yeah. cried, and then I like crawled to a taxi that drove <laughs> me. <to a> <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? I can't place where this is at all. <laughs> a taxi, an ice storm, boat shoes. Philadelphia. It was in Philadelphia. It was October, <laughs> and I was wearing boat shoes. <laughs> Wait, the, like the and you didn't have a car. You were just a walk. Like why? Was, why are you calling someone to pick you up? I was an urbanite. It was my mom. It's, and I should have known she's not. Gonna, she, she never did shit for me. And then oh I, she's like, "Wait, come and get me." Wait, we have to ask the third question. I want to get you out okay, on yeah. time. Yep. What's in a boys club you want to see in the world? Um, I wish I could. Yeah. 
What's a Boys Goodbye want to see in the world? We never take photos, and I really do like that. Wait, I'll do one. I'll do a selfie of the three of us right now. Okay. Um, a boys club. Okay, I took a lot. Dead air. I'm trying <laughs> to not be focused on being hot anymore. I'm trying to actually really focus on being creative. Like, honestly, like yeah. that's like a thing I'm trying to do. Actually, that is huge. For the <laughs> I, summer. I know mm-hmm. that sounds for crazy. For the summer, it is, it is taxing to look nice. Yeah. I was Just be creative. picking yeah. an outfit for like, this is so, dr- this is a lot. I was picking an outfit for this. I'm doing an hour and three weeks and yeah. I was like Woo. picking an outfit for it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear a hoodie. I was like, I'm not going to wear something <gasps> hot. Brilliant. I just want to wear a hoodie. Good. Brilliant. I want no one to think about my body. I just want to be kind of like a guy. I think that's great. Good. Yeah. 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 Okay. A boys club I want to see in the world. <laughs> um, I forgot all the answers I thought of. Um, boys club I want to see in the world is um, communal living. I did a that A communal once. living space. One time I lived in this place called Common in Chicago that was like a co-living space where you live with like a bunch of fucking losers and <laughs> you like share. <laughs> this one will be good. This will be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like communism where, where it's, like, yeah. it's like, oh, like it didn't work in all these places, quote unquote. But it'll work. Here. It'll work here. But I want it to be like a fraternity. I, oh, my joke answer for a boys club that I'm not a part of was a fraternity. <laughs> I but I would that. like to be in a fraternity without the not a sorority yeah i would like to be in a fraternity that is doesn't have all the problematic stuff yeah a business it, fraternity that's co-ed those exist <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and a service and fraternity, i think like living all together in like a house yeah like, that seems really fun i know i feel like i'm at a place right now in my life where i like have lots of friends that i would be like it'd be so fun if we lived in like a massive house that had like a bunch of kitchens and like it gets to be that point like at yeah. this time where it's like so we can't but like what if we got a house what if we got a big mansion for 10 (laughs) (laughs) that would be amazing no it's beautiful there's like a time when there's a place and i feel like it's when you're like before 30 and like after 70 and like that's the time to do it or in the middle i guess if you're queer yeah oh that is (laughs) something my my dream is to be able to have enough money that when i want or it's time to like maybe live in an assisted living place would be to build my own and invite all of my (gasps) friends to live there and a doctor yeah and And like yeah it would be like yes and it'd be in like montana or something wherever is not globally warmed montana (laughs) montana Wherever's like still safe. No, <laughs> Fort Greene. Okay, if Fort Greene's still on the map, then yes. Wait, no. Really? Well, no, the real estate would be insane. Well, true. Um, all right, before we gotta let you go. So before do we feel go, like our timing was good for this or no? I think yeah. I think yeah, we're right on we're right on schedule. Um, before we go, Funny. do you wanna plug your socials or anything coming up? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Chloe <laughs> underscore Trost on instagram and i just downloaded threads <laughs> <laughs> i know we're all locked in because apparently if you delete it you delete your instagram too no Shut so up. don't delete it no yeah no th- no i knew something was bad mm-hmm. wait that's crazy i no, know <laughs> i knew something was bad about it i knew that they yeah. were gonna get you they got it's like when you do the Klarna payments, but then you say <laughs> there's no part of it, but it's like then you realize that they can access all your bank accounts. <sighs> anyway. Um, Instagram is Chloe underscore Trost. And um, do I have a, well, I have a weekly show. Um, Jerry, Jerry, yes. It's a a great weekly show. show at Public Hotel. They always yell at us for putting the in front of it. It is Public 
hotel. Um, that feels like where rich kids would trick or treat. You know what I mean? And they do. <laughs> and we experience that every week, my friend. Um, All tricks, yeah, no treats. Uh, 8.30 every Friday. It's great. Um, all right, we'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. <laughs>